0: Luke chapter 15, starting with verse 16. Starting with verse 11, Luke 15, 11. And he said, A certain man had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, the young son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country. And there wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land, and he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into his field to feed swine. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husk that the swine did eat, and no man gave unto him. And I want to minister to you from this thought today, when you're too far From the head. When you are too far. From. The head. Amen. Pray with me again. Father. We praise you Jesus. This day God. For your goodness. And your mercy. Your loving kindness God. Is always better than life. And my lips shall continue to praise you. While I have any being. I thank you Jesus. This day for your goodness God. And I exalt you, Lord, sweet Holy Spirit, sweet heavenly death. Let us not leave the way that we came, God, but let us leave changed. Let us leave renewed and refreshed in the power and the anointing of the Holy Ghost. And we will give you honor and praise and thanksgiving. In Jesus, Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. And you may be seated. When you're too far from the head... The story is told of a Aussie and a Czech that went to Africa to go on a safari hunt. And they wanted to go out into the jungle and kill some wild animals. But unfortunately, as they got to the tour agent and they got there in Africa, they went to the office to ask about a tour guide in the company says, we're sorry all our tour guides are out, and we have no one to take you out. But the Aussie says, I know how to hunt, and I know how to go through the jungle, and I know where to go, and my friend, the Czech, he will go with me, and we will go hunt for ourselves. So the tour company told them, well, you will be on your own, uh, but I'm sorry, we have no tour guide for you. So the Aussie and the Czech, they went out into the jungle, and they went hunting, and they never returned. And many days, questions became about what had happened to them, and so... They went out on a searching party looking for the Aussie and the check, and they got out there, and all of a sudden they see a female line and a male line together. And lo and behold, there's bones strung everywhere, and the female line is over one area, and the male line is on the other. And they looked at the... Female line and the guy says, Well I guarantee you the Aussie is in the female line and the others are yet in the mail, the checks in the mail. (laughs) (laughs) You missed it. (laughs) (laughs) Humor to kick off the (laughs) day. When you're too far from the head. As you look at the picture on the stream, oh amen, this is the starting point of the Mississippi River. It is known as Lake Atasca. The Mississippi River is the second longest river in North America, flowing 2,350 miles from its source at Lake Atasca through the center of the continental United States to the Gulf of Mexico. The Missouri River is a tributary of the Mississippi River. is about 100 miles long. Some describe the Mississippi River as being the third longest river in the world, and the length of the Missouri and the Ohio River are added to the Mississippi mainstream. When compared to other the rivers, the Mississippi River, the Missouri River co- co- combination ranks forth in length. As a result, different lengths may be reported dependent upon the year of the measurement the, or the method when it is taken. The width here at Lake Atasca, the river, is between 20 and 30 feet wide. The merriest stretch for its entire length. They say that you can walk across this part of the Mississippi River. Amen. The widest point of the Mississippi River is found at Lake Winnebagoche near Bena, Minnesota, where its widest point is 11 miles. The widest navigational section and the shipping channel of the Mississippi is Lake Pepin, where the channel is approximately 2 miles wide. The speed in the headwaters of the Mississippi, the average surface speed of the water is about 1.2 miles per hour, roughly one-half as fast as people walk. Amen. And as you go down range, it keeps getting faster and faster. The upper Mississippi River has a number of natural or artificial lakes, with this widest point being Lake Winnipegashi near Grand Rapids, Minnesota, over 11 miles across. Then out here at the end of our little town of, of Onalaska, Lake Onalaska created by the Lockson Dam number 7 near La Crosse, Wisconsin, is more than four miles wide. Lake Pepin, a natural lake formed behind the delta of the Chippewa River of Wisconsin, as it entered the upper Mississippi, is more than two miles wide. Give me the next picture. Amen. But the upper Mississippi reaches Saint Paul, Minnesota below Lock Dam Number One. It has dropped more than half of its original elevation, is 687 feet above sea level. From Saint Paul to St. Louis, Missouri, the river elevation falls more slowly and is controllable and managed as a series of pools created by 26. And dam. The Upper Mississippi River is run by the Minnesota River at Fort Snelling in the Twin Cities. The St. Courts River near Prescott, Wisconsin. The Cannon River near Whirlwind, Minnesota. The Zuboro River at Wabashaw, Minnesota. The Black River in La Crosse, Wisconsin. The Root Rivers in La Crosse, Wisconsin. The Wisconsin River at Prairie Sheen, Wisconsin; the Rock River at the Quad Cities; the Iowa River near Wapello, Iowa; the Skunk River south of Burlington, Iowa; and the Des the Moines River at Coca-Cola, Iowa. Other major tributaries of the Upper Mississippi include the Crow River in Minnesota, the Chippewa River in Wisconsin, the McQuahtita River and Wassippung River in Iowa and the Illinois River in Illinois. This is all part of the Upper Mississippi. The middle, the next picture, the middle river in the Middle Mississippi from the Upper Mississippi River joins with the Missouri River at St. Louis, Missouri about 190 miles till it joins in with the Ohio River at Cairo, Illinois, the middle of Mississippi is relatively free flowing from St. Louis to the Ohio River where it joins the middle of the Mississippi and the river falls over 220 feet for an average rate of 1.2 feet per second. And it's joined with the Ohio River and the middle of Mississippi is 315 feet above sea level. Apart from the Missouri and the Merrimack River of Missouri and the Coveshaw River in, of Illinois, no major contributory enters into the Mississippi River in the center next. The Mississippi River is also called the Lower Mississippi River. From where it joins in the Ohio River to its mouth at the Gulf of Mexico, a distance about 1,000 meters. In addition to the Ohio River, the major contributories of the lower Mississippi River the White River, flowing in at the White River National Wildlife Refuge in eastern central Arkansas. The Arkansas River joins the Mississippi at Arkansas Post. The Black River in Mississippi and the Yazoo River meeting the Mississippi at Vicksburg, Mississippi. The widest point of the Mississippi River, next picture please, in the lower Mississippi portion, where it extends one mile, amen, and to several places. The liberate waters that burst at the Old River control structure and Louisiana along the Arquifactual River in Louisiana to be a major distributory of the Mississippi River with 30% of the Mississippi foreign to the Gulf of Mexico. John writes to the church in the book of Revelation, he says, and he showed me a pure water river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and the Lamb. In the midst of the streets, it and on either side of the river there was three wor- light tree of life, which bore manners of fruit and yield of fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree was for the healing of the nation. And there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it. And his servants shall serve him, and they shall see his face, and his name shall be in their forehead. For there shall be no night there, and they need no candle, need the light of the sun, for the Lord God it them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. Revelation 22, 1-5. Paul goes on and write to the church of Colossus, and the first chapter in the 15th verse, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. For by him all things were created that are in heaven and in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thorns, thorns or dominions or principalities or Powers, all things were created by him and for him, and he is before all things, uh, and by him all things consist, uh, and he is the head of the body, the church who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence uh, I wanted to lay a little groundwork for you there, if you noticed uh, the Mississippi River from his starting point, the head every Everything is narrow and everything seems beautiful and it seems clear. But if you notice the further it gets down the river, the more things are joining into it. The more things are coming into it. The more things begin to pollute it. The more things begin to change how it operates. You've got more things trying to control it. And then when it gets from the head and I come to tell you and I today, we have to to be careful that we don't get too far from the head. We get too far from Jesus Christ, uh, and things are going to start to come into our lives. Uh, it might seem, amen, that it's only moving one and a half miles per hour. The river might only seem that it is flowing only a portion as fast as you can walk. Uh, but the more you get down river, if you notice, uh, for uh, of the hundred miles, and has dropped, the Mississippi, over half of his elevation. The more we get away from God, the quicker we drop. The quicker we begin to get away. The quicker things start coming into our lives. The quicker things begin to contaminate us and cause us to become non-effective. I also read that they are careful now. They're considering they don't know how much longer the water in the Mississippi will even be able to be drank uh, because of so much junk and uh, trash and debris and runoffs, uh, and everything that's coming in from all the other rivers into it, if it will be able to be used here in the next few years or not. Uh, we will be able to have fun in the Mississippi, whether they'll be able to swim in the Mississippi, whether they'll be able to fish in the Mississippi, because there's so much pollution and things uh, that are coming into it. You see, you and I, when we're filled with the Holy Ghost, uh, Jesus says, I will be in you. A of water springing up uh, unto eternal life. Uh, but if we get too far from the head, uh, then things are going to get in our lives, uh, and we're not going to be able to be drank from. We're not going to be able to be affected for the kingdom of God. So we have to really that we got to stay as close to the head as possible. John says, Amen. He showed me a river of life, pure, proceeding out of God and of the Lamb. And Christ is the head. You've got to stay close to the head. And Ezekiel 4.37, Ezekiel 47, excuse me, Ezekiel is brought to the temple and the angel shows him the water is ushering out from under the altar, and where the water went, it was for the healings of the nation, and he said that he brought me out Amen, to the river, and the waters were at my ankles, and I could pass across, kind of like Casca, like, you could walk across, you could wave across, then Ezekiel says he measured another thousand, and the water was up to my knees. He measured another thousand and the waters came up to my waist and he measured another thousand and the water was up to my chest. There was waters to swim in. Amen. The lake, amen, began to rise as they measured. You and I must realize we've got to stay close, as close as we can to the head. Don't let the world well and the currents this life pull you and tug you that you get away from the head of Almighty God. and we get too far from the head, everything can come into your life. You just don't backslide overnight. You got too far from the head. You get too far from the head, and anything is gonna pull you and uh, start pulling you down range. And if you notice all the rocks and dams on the Mississippi. Is designed to control it. That's what happens when you get too far from the head. Everything tries to control your life. Everything tries to come in and turn you, twist you and show you and lead you. And you notice the further you get down in the Mississippi, sometimes the water rises and it goes all over the cities, and cities can flood because of the massive influx of all the water that comes into the city. We can't get too far from the head. The prodigal son got too far from his head. He says, Dad, give me my portion which falleth to me. And the Bible says, and he took all of his living and he left, and not long after there rose a famine. And he has spent all of his living. He had nothing for himself. He wanted to, he joined himself to go into a field to feed swine. That's one of the worst place for a Jew to be. Amen. Because pigs was classified as unclean animals. And as a result, here he is. And his brother says when he comes home that he has wasted his living, I mean his substance, a righteous living with harlots you see you get too far from the head and things start to pull you things start to flow out away from the head pretty soon nothing really matters anymore in your life when you get too far from your head prayer is not important when you get away from the head compassion doesn't seem to be important when you get ahead Away from the head. Resistance to temptation can't seem to be avoided when you get away from the head. Pretty soon when you get too far from the head, you find yourself watching anything on television. You just let it run by itself and you're not even in the house. You don't care what is going on because you're too far from the head. You can't seem to resist the temptations that keeps coming into your life. Down the river, you find dead animals. Down the river, people are usually starting to drown because the thing starts to pull them. It might seem on the top that is only moving 1.2 miles an hour, but the undercurrent underneath seems to be more fierce and grabs and pulls. Most of the subjects that I have Read that when someone drowns in the Mississippi, it's never where they fell in. It's usually five or ten miles down the road where they find them. What am I trying to tell you? When you get too far from the head, it's going to pull you faster and faster and faster away. This is why we must stay as close to the head as we can. Jesus is our head. He's the head of the I've got to have him more anything else in my life. I don't want to get too far from Jesus. I want to be like John. I want to lay on his bosom. I want to hear his breath. I want to hear his heartbeat. Then know that I am as close as the mention of his name. Amen. I don't want to get too far from him because if I get too far, things can come into my life and not only destroy me, but it can destroy my family. It can destroy those that I love. It can destroy my church if I get too far from the head. Praise God. Notice things just keeps coming in. It's only 2,300 miles long, but look how much stuff and other things are coming into it. It may not seem to you and I How dangerous it is when we get away from the head, how much stuff comes in, comes in. It keeps coming. It keeps coming. Yes, ladies, we are in a spiritual warfare, and this is why. We are cautioned to put on the whole armor of God so that we're able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we're wrestling not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. I'm not your enemy. That person you see is not your enemy. You've got an enemy that you cannot see with your naked eyes. Amen. He's your enemy. That's why you've got to stay close to the head of your life. Amen. Wherefore? Paul writes, uh, Jeremiah, excuse me, the Lord said to Jeremiah in Jeremiah two nine. Wherefore I yet plead with you, saith the Lord, and with your children's children will I plead to pass over the isles of Chittim, and see, and syndicate her, and consider diligently, and see if there be such a thing. Have a nation changed their gods, which are yet no gods? But my people have changed their glory for that which they wish that not the, profit. Be astonished, O heavens, at this, and be horribly, horribly afraid. Be very desolate, saith the Lord, for my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living waters, and hold them out cisterns, broken cisterns that can hold no water. You get too far from God, and you're not going to be able to hold to the living water, the life changer that comes into your life. God says, go look and see. Have another nation ever did what the people are doing? You can't live without him. The world is a poor substitute for salvation. It does not offer you salvation. Jesus said, the thief comes not. But for the kill, to steal, and to destroy. But I am come that they may have life, and that more abundantly. That's why you've got to stay close to the head of the water. That's why he's the head of all living things. He has the preeminence. This is why you've got to stay as close as you can to the Lord. This is why you've got to rise up in the morning. This is why you got to pray. This is why you got to study the word of God. This is why you need to be a church to keep you close to the head as you can be. Because if you get away from the head, as soon as you get down river, things start coming in to your life to destroy you. Elijah's servant Gehazi, after the healing of Naaman, he ran at the Elijah would not take a gift from him. And he ran and caught Naaman. And he lied and says, my master had someone to come. And he sent me, get gold, get silver, change of garment, paraphrasing here. And Naaman gave it to him. But when he came back, Elijah says, where'd you go? Gehazi, he said, I went nowhere. He says, oh yes, you did because my spirit did not go with you. He says, is it a time to get silver and clothes and all this thing and to serve God? That leprosy that was on Naaman will now be on you for the rest of your life. What happened? He got too far from his head. He got too far from the head. See, when you get too far from the head in wealth tries to control your life. You go out the wealth when you get too far from the head, not realizing the danger that it can cause not only in your life, but in the life of others. What happened to Achan? How could he not hear what God says through Joshua that everything in the city of Jericho was a curse? But what happened? Achan got too far from the head, and because he got too far from the head. He took the gold. He took the garments. And as a result, Israel could not prevail over a little small country called Ai. 36 men died because one man got too far from the head. You get too far from the head, it just don't affect you, brothers and sisters. It affects your family. It affects your brothers and sisters that you are supposed to be to help get to the other side. So you have to be careful that you stay as close to the head as you can so that you're not led away by every wind of doctrine, every wave and current that seem so fierce to begin to get in, to pollute your life, to destroy your life, that it will destroy others. When you get too far from the head, every disease can come into your life. When you're watching pornography on the Internet, that's an indicator you are too far from the head. When you start watching things on television and things that you know you shouldn't be watching, that's a sign you've gotten too far from the head of Almighty God. Your mind should be stayed upon Him. As Isaiah said, He will keep you in perfect peace. Uh, whose mind is uh, stayed uh, upon him? Uh, somewhere Judas got too far from the head. Instead uh, of leaning on Jesus like John, somewhere Judas found himself all in the money bag, uh, and he wanted to get rich for some reason. And he got too far from the head, and he betrayed it, his master. All oh, because. It was too far from the head. They say it takes three months from the water from the head to flow all the way to the Gulf of Mexico. But think about how much stuff in three months. Give me that last picture, babe, where the ship is in the water. Three months. Look how dirty. Look how filthy it is compared to the head. Think about it. Three months. It doesn't seem like that long. You go three months without prayer. You go three months without church. You go three months without reading your Bible. Think about how much junk is going to get in there. Don't get too far from the head. Stay as close as the mention of his name. God says, check it out. Look, if anybody ever did this, you've got to stay close to the mention of his name. Moses started getting too far away from the head. God says, speak to the rock. What did he do? He had anger in his heart. And as a result, he smoked the rock instead of speaking to the rock. And God says, because you did not glorify me, Moses, you will not lead my people into the promised land. Moses tried his best to get God to change his mind. But God says, kind of like General Lee to General Longstreet, we're not discussing this matter anymore. See, you got to realize when God gives orders, he expects us to carry them out. But he got too far from the head. And it cost him. Saul was anointed of God to be the king of Israel. But Saul never became submissive to the things of God. And as a result, what happened? He lost his life. He kept getting further and further and further and further away from God. He wanted to kill everything. He wanted to kill the preachers. He wanted to kill the children. He wanted to kill everything because he's too far from the head. You need to be aware. You get too far from God. It might look pleasing. It might think, you might think you're on the right track, but I come to tell you, you get too far from the head and everything is going to start flowing into your life. You go out on the internet, you can check some of this stuff. You can see all, I only mentioned a few of the rivers and lakes and things that are coming into the Mississippi, but that's why it's so filthy by the time it reached the Gulf is all the other rivers from the north in the middle. And all the way down is constantly, I didn't even talk about the factories and all these things that are pouring into it and all the boating and all the ships and everything that's dumping stuff in there constantly. And it all starts. Why? Because the head is here. But you're way down here. See, that's why the head of the church is always the altar. See, God wants you to stay close to the head. See, when you're at the altar, when you cling to the altar, as the the old song says, so I'll cherish that old rugged cross till my trophies at last I lay down. I will cling to the old rugged cross and exchange it. Someday for a crown. You've got to get a hold of it. You've got to hold on to it. My brothers and sisters. You cannot allow things to keep. Pulling you and tugging at you. You've got to make up your mind. That I'm going to hold to that old rugged cross. I'm going to hold to the head. I'm going to get a hold of Jesus. And I'm not going to let him go. No matter what happens. No matter what comes my way. No matter what others may do. But I'm going to hold to that old cross. I'm going to hold to the name of Jesus. Jesus. I'm going to hold to my head. I'm not going to let him go. I'm submitting myself to Christ. I'm going to serve him with all my heart, all my mind, and with all my strength. See, the further you get, it's hard to swim upstream. You're going to have to realize as it goes down, it's only a river so wide that at the end, look what happens and where it goes. Goes into the Atlantic Ocean and which joins into the Pacific Ocean and is bigger now than it was when it first started. It's hard for you to get back. Amen. When you keep going down river, because things keep coming in, you've got to make up your mind. I'm holding to the head, I'm not letting it go. He's the head of my life. And I will serve him with all my heart, my mind, and my soul, and my strength. Let's stand this morning. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know, you look at Korah and some of the Levites. Amen. They got angry at Moses. And as a result, they started speaking out against Moses and against their head that God had chosen to lead them. And as a result, you see what happened. Because they got too far from the head, God opened up the ground and swallowed them up whole. Amen. It affects not only you. It affects others the sign you're too far from the head if you start complaining too much, if you're having restlessness, turmoil start coming into your life, a lack of compassion, a lack you can't resist evil and doing wrong. You won't obey. Amen. Not submissive, not serving. You got to get back before you get too far down the river. You gotta get back while it's still shadow enough for you to run back. Amen. You can see you start going down. You gotta get back while you got a chance. Amen. The prodigal son, he came to himself. He realized I'm too far from the head. He says, I will arise and I will go to my father and I will say to my father, father, I have sinned against heaven and against thee, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Just make me a hired servant. But while he was coming... The father saw him and the father ran and embraced him. And the father says, bring the best robe and put on him. Put a ring on his hand. Put shoes on his feet. Kill the fatted calf and let's make merry. For this my son was lost and he's found. He's dead and he's alive again. But you see, it shows you what happens when we get too far from I don't know where you are today, but I ask you this question. Are you too far from the head? Are you too far from Jesus? You are the only one who knows how far you are from Jesus. But he wants you to be as close to him. As the old song says, you need to hold to God's unchanging hand. You need to build your hopes on things eternal. Hold to God's unchanging hand. Don't let the currents pull you further down river. But you hold to his hand and he will not let you go. When they asked Peter on the day of Pentecost, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, Repent. In other words, turn around and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is to you and to your children, and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. With many other words did he testify and exalt, saying, Save yourself. From this untoward's generation. And they that gladly received this word was baptized. And they were added unto them about 3,000 souls. Watch this. And they continued steadfast in the apostles' doctrine, fellowship, breaking the bread, and prayer. Notice they continued. That means they held on to it. They did not allow anything from that point on to pull them away from the head. So you have to make that choice. I'm not letting anything pull me away from the head. I'm opening these altars today. Amen. If you feel you're too far from the head, come on down and get back to the head and get a hold of it. So that you got a hold of it and you cling to it and you never let it go. Amen. Praise God. If you've never been baptized, there's water. What does hinder you to be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ? Hallelujah. Or above all else.